0: God, that's a good start to the show. There he is. Yeah, no, no, there, there we are. No, I, I was just, hey, this was all just part of the plan. Oh, okay. I, I wanted to make people uh, think <laughs> I, I was not there and then up here. Hey, it's live. <laughs> what, what do you expect? Oh, my hey, God. Hey,
1: this is episode 55 of In the Corner. Um, this is going to go absolute train wreck. We are live on SJP World Media. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch as well. I really forgot about Twitch, which is where I started my stuff. So, yeah um but man tyler i can see you you've, you've got a face i can see you what is that about
0: i know i yeah oh yeah thank you yeah and a fickle yourself t-shirt Whoa. because if, if yeah i mean hey i'm I'm representing sjp world media i'm in the corner with benny mac we, we've got a special guest but I, i'll let you introduce it so benny yeah we're actually seeing each other it's a big video debut uh we are live pal as uh, Vince McMahon would say and I am just excited to uh join ya. you. You got to
1: say we are live pal every week now by the way cuz that sounded freaking awesome. I'm going to record uh, that.
0: Somehow. Well or or we uh, I should have said yeah, we're live, pal. There you go. <laughs> I should have put a little
1: McMahonism into it. That make me that makes me want to sue you, to be honest. I didn't do that voice again.
0: Um oh, <laughs> <come us>. on. <laughs> well,
1: well, first of all, already we got people in the chat, which is freaking amazing to be honest. Um which we'll get to in a moment because to, speaking of beards, you've got to be on your best behaviour now, Tyler. Because the, uh, the the wise man I know the guy the guy that runs the place. So is that AJ Styles? Is he phenomenal as well? Is he the Wise man. Phenomenal wise man. Maybe this is new. new, new, new. Is he the architect? Uh, uh, well, you, well, okay. Well, either way, to, speaking of impressive beards, there he is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all very, very kind. There's no nothing special about this special guest, I'll tell you that. But thank you very much.
1: Mate, we appreciate you coming on for our first live show. I know it's really just to make sure we don't get too... To, Rambunctious, I guess, is the right word. Rambunctious. <laughs> I never thought I'd say rambunctious. Yeah, it could be. To be honest. <laughs> well, no, me,
2: it's obvious you've not invited me on for any, you know, technical advice or help with running of the show. Oh no,
1: I went no but but yeah, hang on, no, no, no. You've literally. <laughs> so we just about to go live. I said. So when this ticker, this countdown ends, do we go live? He goes, I have no fucking idea. Mag's doing that, so maybe Mag's the like... guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, guy, it. Uh, but yeah now man tyler um again thank you for coming on mate you weren't on last week obviously but uh, you know you've been on more than anybody since we did start this show this show started do you know what Sai? it's weird actually how we've done this i've gone live at episode 55 which i didn't plan it was just like do you reckon i should go live Sai? you went yeah go on then so oh 55 episodes <laughs> okay
2: cool um, that's literally how the combo went yeah yeah go on. that's then, pretty much right. how
1: the combo do you want to do a show ben yeah why not what do you want to call it in the corner, maybe? That'll do. That, yeah, that'll do. Um, You know, it was all cool. Um, but Sounds yeah. good. I want to say hello to everyone in the chat, which we will get to before we get into Night of Champions, by the way. I've actually got to manage stuff now, which is weird, because I'm so used to being, like, you know, recording and editing. Well, not that I edit anything anymore, sorry si, to be honest. I can't be bothered anymore. I just did it as I was live. But as I was saying, sorry, Money in the Bank is coming up, which marks a year of this show, which is insane in itself, to be honest. So... That was the first show we did or first show I did uh, then with uh, with NJB, who just seems to be busy all the time. So maybe maybe him and Tyler meet one day. I have no idea. We'll find out. Um, I
0: I hope so. I've been hearing a lot of good things. And I I just want to say I am just thrilled to join. Benny Mac and, of course, the wise man. The money's been under the table for a long time. So, uh, pal, I, I'm going to irritate him because he's like, Tyler, why'd you even go there? But I, I can't help it. We're going live, and, and things are going to get dangerous. They are. Trust me.
1: Man, yeah. Um, well, Wednesday, 7.30 going on. I am absolutely knackered already, mate. I've decided this new job, trying to rush back and get here to do this. So I'm just like, you know, uh... But, I mean, I, my brain is so full of random stuff now of job stuff, I actually want to talk some wrestling for a <laughs> not that I ever not want to, to be honest, but there we go. Um, I, I don't know what to do. Do we go chat first? So, you you know, Jane Wrestling, let's go chat first. As well. How do I do yeah, this? Yeah, let's have a look who's joined yeah, us. Yeah, say yeah.
2: hello to everyone who's in the chat. Yep.
1: Um, <laughs> SJP World Media, live on a Wednesday. What is this madness? Dan Griffin. Uh, hello, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, well, it, well, it is madness. You've got that right already. We've only, we're only, what, six minutes in, so that's a good start. Ah, uh, Away from the pages, I meant tried to say this to you. Thank you, Sharon. I I appreciate that. It was a lot of work to get that put together. To be honest, that intro it was. Um, but I didn't hate any every second of it. To be honest, I enjoyed making it. So I'm just glad it's come together the way I wanted it to. If that makes sense, it's
2: a brilliant intro. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I appreciate that. You. I,
1: it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well you haven't got the we haven't got to the credits yet. <laughs> Still got that to go yet. <laughs> um, no, I enjoy making it. This 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 I appreciate it, sorry, mate, letting us use this and cracking our mate oh, to be fair. I mentioned us all, my friend. I mentioned that. Yeah, no, yeah. But... um Away from the pages, by the way, uh which is oh where is she? There she is, over there. Like, your good wife as you call her. Um again, I'm more of an audio book person, in fairness, so i am not really I'm I i have not got the attention span. I'll probably get distracted in a minute and look over there anyway. Um, but I was—I li- I haven't listened to all of it, but I listened to about the first 45 minutes of it, and I was—I just got sucked into the conversation. I don't know what they're on about necessarily, but I was enjoying it. No, I did. No, the insight of how they write and stuff and how they get their ideas and how to, mm-hmm. I think it was like write for like, try and go for a certain amount of words a day or do 15 minutes here and there, and just, yep. you know, it was really good sort of... Um, Insight, really, to be honest with you. So, uh, I mean, what, what you have to tell me, sorry, what, what day's out. Saturdays, isn't it?
0: Every couple uh, of weeks. The
2: first episode was out this Saturday, just gone. That because it coincided with the two year anniversary of Sharon's uh, first book release. So that just dropped quite nicely. But it's going to be a fortnightly show. And I believe we said it was going to be on a Thursday. So you have to wait oh, a week okay. and a bit now for the for the second episode, but yeah, plenty already recorded in the bank and and so on. So yeah, Sharon's doing brilliant, and it is a fantastic show. Really, <laughs> I, I can't believe it's her first time doing something like that. I mean, she, she's incredible.
1: She she's the real genius between, behind it. behind SGP, I think is what's going on. That's what I learned from the. Uh... Well, that, that podcast, mate. I mean, it, it wouldn't <laughs> exist. It wouldn't exist about her, mate. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dan Griffin, Evening ITCF. Not in the <laughs> corner family. Not Ipswich Town <laughs> affiliated. Thank you. Uh, Connor as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Connor oh, No hey, Simpsons. Thanks, Connor. Is it Connor No Simpsons coming out soon? I don't, am I allowed yes. to say that? Or have I ruined it? Yep. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> it's been announced,
2: yeah. yeah. Connor's announced. Yeah, really looking forward to that. To be fair, it's a project that Connor spoke about to me for, for quite a long time. So now that it's actually coming to fruition, and Connor's going to start working yeah. on this and, and getting some episodes in the bank before we start releasing and so on. Yeah, really looking forward to it.
1: Uh, apparently, you're the uh, big boss man of SCP World Media, so not the <laughs> wise man. <laughs> yeah, angry.
2: Uh, I'm oh, probably as man. sweaty as him, to be fair.
1: I am. I'm nervous as crap, but even though I've done this stuff before, this is a bit, this is a little bit, I don't know. It feels bigger all of a sudden. I don't know why I'm already sweating. Look, I'm trying to get the.
0: No, it, it does. So <laughs> there, There's something about going live, especially doing video. Cause so si, like Benny was saying, we've been doing this in audio for so long. And I know he has even before I joined him. So I know this is a, a big change, but I, Hey, he's going to do great. And we got side. If we're not motivated having side pal, then something's wrong. I mean, I, I know I am. I, I just want to tell the, the wrestling fans, get you a T-shirt, too. We're, we're going to sell merchandise. And, by the way, if you don't like our opinions, well, i I've got news for you. Read my shirt. I'll, I'll just leave it to that. There you go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Mate, I'm glad that you got your shirt, to be fair. You saw, didn't I say you were going to get a shirt out of your go fickle yourself comment? There you go, mate. There's I'm, the shirt. Yeah, Benny <laughs>
0: was already marketing, and thanks to and I'm out. I, I'm pumped up, man. I'm excited to, to join yes. you all, and this, this is going to be fun.
1: Well, let's get into it, man. I'm sorry, obviously, you don't really watch modern-day wrestling overly. You do watch the bigger shows. You do watch you yeah. know, the Manias and the Rumbles and stuff. So your, your take on this is going to be quite interesting. Um But we'll, now, I spoke about this on the, uh, on the show last week before Night of Champions, obviously. But where this match was going to be in terms of Seth Rollins and AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship, I don't think there was any real doubts in most of our heads who was going to win that match no disrespect to AJ Styles um, but in terms of storyline you can't it's weird not to you, you can't not have Roman in the main event I guess at the moment mm. with a thousand days and stuff so um, yeah
2: I mean it was going to be something I was going to ask you guys about actually and, and people yeah. in the chat as well if, if they, they want to shout out it's it's two ways of looking at it for me because uh, I'm an old school wrestling fan to me the world title your your, your number one championship should be the most important thing in the company. And that's yeah. the way it was always done back in the eighties and yeah, so on. No, it should be the long most. Long. Yeah. But then does that mean it always has to close the show to make it feel important? Or do we go with maybe a more dominating storyline? You know, I spoke to uh, Joshua Goodwin today for a recording for the NXT podcast that we do. Yeah. And he very rightly pointed out WrestleMania 18. You had the world title go on last, but nobody gave a shit by the time Hogan and Rocker finished. So which way do you boys think, and people in the chat, it should be done? Because both companies, AEW and WWE, did that this weekend. They put a match that was dominated by storyline as their main event, and their world title match was on earlier in the card. So both sides of the coin did that literally over the last couple of days.
1: What are your thoughts? Go on, Tyler.
0: I I think uh, there's a lot to be said if the storyline is so over, like the bloodline. And and you made a great comparison, Sal, with AEW. It's very story driven. Now I do admit that I love that the world title means something, and I think they're they're trying to do that with all the companies again. Uh, however, man, if, if you've got something that is drawing you in, your interest, and I mean, I've I've been honest. It's been the bloodline for me currently. What Roman Reigns is doing, so that's why I agree it needed the main event. And to be honest, it was huge to have Sammy back to uh, compete in Saudi Arabia. I mean, to me, that, that was also a factor. So I, I'd love to get Benny's thoughts and, and uh, continue this conversation. But I, I think Sa brought up a good analogy. Uh, a lot of times we think, oh, because it's going to be a world title, that needs the main event. But I'm glad you brought up this, the storyline. That, that's what drives it. So, yeah, that's very interesting. So, Benny, uh, yeah. I'll throw it to you.
1: The, the comparison to um, Rock Hogan, obviously, you know, I'm always the guy, like you just said. I'm all that back then, especially. I was like, yeah, the world title should be closing the show, it should be World Heavyweight Championship. But, like you said, once that Rock Hogan match had finished, like literally the next match, I believe, was the World Heavyweight Championship match. And the crowd were, I don't say the crowd didn't care, but I think they were so, like, exhausted from the, you know, of all the chants and everything that was going on, basically. Um, but in this case, Roman is very much a, um, I don't want to say like well he kind of is like a Brock lesnar to a degree, but not as bad. But um he's basically um what's I'm trying to get the bloody words out now. Um he's almost like a special attraction. Like, li- though, isn't yeah, it? yeah, little and often though, isn't right. it? Not, you know, you know, so um but again, my thought process is that the World Heavyweight Championship, yes, it's a new bout and it's probably gonna be a new bout to a lot of youngsters, but for me, this is the same bout that they, you know, unified like they've unified it a couple of times, haven't they, to be fair, but I can't remember the last time I did it, it was with Cena and Orton, I think it was the last time they unified those bouts. But um, for me, this is the, you know, old WCW walled, big gold bout. I know it's a redesign, but the heri- the heritage is there. The, the history is there for that bout. Um, but having it first, I, I, I guess it keeps it away from Roman. Um, mm-hmm, you've got okay. to say, uh, you know, a... a, a Unfortunately, at the moment, as much as I love that big gold bout from back in the day, and I think this is a continuation for me personally, they've even did a uh, special on the network about all the World Heavyweight Championship matches, some of like the best all the way back from like Flair up to sort of like um, relatively current day. Um, but Brock is a thousand day champion. Um, you know, he's drip fed to us. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, I guarantee you, anybody that's watching it now will be um, watching SmackDown this Friday Mm. yeah, because of um, what happened with the Night of Champions. Um, You know, you could argue that the undisputed tag team titles are important, which they are, because they're unified at the moment, whether they're ever going to split them or whatever. So I think in this case, as much as I'm a guy that should be World Heavyweight Championship should be last if you're defending that world title, the story in this case has taken over the... um, you know, there were bouts on the line. It was the undisputed tag team titles. But I can't really argue with their placing of it, to be honest. Yeah, I... no, yeah, no, fair enough. I was just you curious know what, I mean? what you're so, thinking. Yeah? yeah, yeah, it's it's hard one. Because, again, like I said, I I would like it to be the main event. Of course I would. But then if you have Seth and then Roman on the same card, Roman's going to be, at the moment, I'm sorry, Roman's going to be the main event. He's the undisputed uh, universal champion, and he has been. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing against Seth Rollins, the World Heavyweight Championship. You know, in it, in it, either AJ or Seth to, for me personally, but what those guys can build that title up now going forward. Um, and hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think uh, we could go to so that's a different subject, I guess, but we could get on to Cody in a little bit. But I don't think Cody should go anywhere near that World Heavyweight Championship personally. I think he is the guy to beat Roman at um, as of right now, <laughs> you know. Okay, interesting. If that makes sense, um, I think how it's going to go with that personally is that Brock's disappeared again. He's gone hunting or gone on vacation again or whatever he's doing. <laughs> gone back to UFC for all I care. I don't know. Yeah, um, but um, I think Cody will ultimately end up getting a shot at it, and then we probably will end up seeing Brock interfere again, so we get that. Um, that third match in that uh, in that trilogy, I guess. So, um, I mean, I yeah, that's my take on it. Anyway, I mean, what do you think of the match show? Anyway, no, we're talking about that. What do you think of the match? I know it's opened up the show. Um, what did you think of the AJ versus uh, Seth? Either one of you,
0: Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I thought it was brilliant. I I think these two uh, they work so well together. You can tell they respect one another. I, I like how AJ started out aggressive, just like Seth did. He he went it for the uh, where he worth the calve over and the submission. And I just like how uh, you know Seth. These guys were were taking risk. Uh, and whether Seth was hurt or not, he he did sell the tweak knee so perfectly, and uh, to do the stomp and. Uh, th- you know, I'm not going to break down everything because uh, you know you need to go back and watch the match. It was just the way these guys move; they're so smooth in and outside the ring, and and they showed you why they're two of the top stars anywhere in professional wrestling. So I I thoroughly enjoy this match. So uh and, and that's all how I'm going to sum it up. I just give you some brief highlights. So I, I'll throw it to whoever else wants to go next. I just I think this was the match that they they needed to have. I know it it seemed obvious with the tournament who they were going with, but any time you, you get AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, it's going to be a money match and uh that's what it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, hard I agree. to
1: see a bad match with either of them, to be honest. You know, especially those two together. I a mean, couple first... of wonky
0: moments.
2: A couple of wonky, I and mean, there's the there's the issue with the the foot under the shoulder on the one move, and the referee had to move the foot for the pinfall. Um, <laughs> there was a stomp yeah. that the the commentary tried to explain away as the stomp. He was trying to stomp his hand, but it was obviously he just missed, and the missed, camera made yeah, it Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean AJ is is just superb and has been for decades, and I think Seth Rollins is probably he's probably the best in-ring performer they've got on his day, on their roster. So I think you're going to struggle to get a bad match. <laughs> Not that you'd want one, but I think you're going to struggle to, to get a bad match if these two are facing off against each other. See, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I can't tell you if it was the right decision, because like you said, Benny, I, I don't watch enough WWE television week to week to know if it was the right decision to go with Seth. But I can see nothing wrong with it, because the guy is he, he, the guy's is superb, isn't he?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, they've done the whole brand extension we had aj turn up on raw this week and to to shake seth's hand uh but ultimately aj should and then they, they had a main event which was aj versus and seth versus uh, two, two of the members of the judgment day and it's just like you're not supposed to be there aj i get i get okay, the yeah. you know you're supposed to be I and mean, we've had Paul Heyman there and we've had the the pretense of i'm a visitor with the little thing and stuff and i can kind of forgive Heyman. <laughs> to a degree but now you've got a a mainstay allegedly a mainstay on Smackdown with AJ Styles now teaming with your world champion on Raw this is meant Mm -hmm. to be a brand extension so either do it or don't yeah yeah as much as I like to see AJ Styles in the ring uh, I enjoy the tag team match on Raw but this is meant to be a brand extension by all means come out thank you very much for the match that was really good that sets up AJ good to go to Smackdown on Friday is like you know, well done AJ, but you didn't quite get it. But now you're back on SmackDown. Now you can concentrate on whatever you're gonna do here. But to actually
0: like have him compete on a match on Raw, it's like what was the point in the draft really? I, I agree. I it, it had me scratching my head. I, I'm with y'all. I mean, you're you're doing this draft, this brand extension, and AJ Styles should be exclusive to to Friday nights. Why does he need to come out and and congratulate Seth? Do that at a premium live event if you want I to have a segment. It, yeah. Just to, they, they yeah, I mean. Yeah, or something. I mean, and that's just my opinion, but I I can't help but stand in agreement. It's just, why are you needing AJ Styles there? It, to me, it seems maybe they're lacking in their main event for Raw. Maybe
1: they made maybe the wrong that's decision. Why, why maybe, they a- had it. maybe AJ should be on Raw. <laughs> maybe they made the wrong decision. Why have you got a, Why have you done a brand extension, then a tournament for a World Heavyweight Championship that's meant to be exclusively for Raw, but now you've got SmackDown competitors competing for it? Yeah, right. Maybe they what they should have done was have the tournament before the brand extension. Then when whoever won it, then that person would then stay on Raw. Logically, yep. it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, way, they did it. They split it. They went, oh yeah, here's a whatever Heavy Championship. I love tournaments. I think they're brilliant. And I love the yeah. fact that the World Heavy title's back. But this made... Some of this has made no bloody sense, basically, is what I'm getting at. Um, before we move on, uh, a few little comments here. Scottish Danny, I feel AJ was the right choice, but Seth in WWE is... WWE slash Triple H guy, so there's no doubt who was winning. To be honest, the way it was booked, you could, you know, as much – there was a moment where I thought maybe AJ Styles, maybe they'll bring him to Raw. Um, That would be a good way for him to say, well, sorry, lads, I'm now off to Raw because this is a Raw exclusive championship. Um, They didn't do that, so, um,
0: you know. I mean, that's a fair comment by Danny.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, Griffin, uh, Danny Griffin, given how Sammy was announcing in Arabic along with Roman (laughs) – Roman stuff, the tag titles had to be main event in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah, I think, Tyler, you touched on that earlier. You know, Sami Zayn being there and going back there. So, uh, you know. But True. Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Scotch Danny again. Hello. I've always thought uh, Bobby Lashley versus Marga shouldn't have main event. Should have. Oh, should have. Main event to WrestleMania 23 as it was the biggest than in HBK and Cena. Was it, though? <laughs> Does anybody remember um, this? Was that WrestleMania 23?
2: Yeah, I, I'm a, yeah, I'm fascinating a fascinating Mark, aren't I? So I'm a Michael's <laughs> Mark. So I'll have to respectfully
1: disagree with you there, Danny. Uh, okay, is that why he's done it? Is that he's because I'm going to tease
0: and say I'm a, I'm a Bret Hart guy. So I'm going to disagree just to have fun and pick it, Danny. So I, I'm not a Shawn Michaels guy. Let, let's continue the conspiracy,
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I am looking for a new co host. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll wear the Bret Hart shirt next week. Don't worry, I've got a Bret Hart shirt. I'm going to wear it next week. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with this, Daniel Griffin, but, oh, okay. Uh, Cody belongs in the mid-card. Gunther to win money in the bank and beat Roman.
2: Um, hey, I, I, I'll tell you what, talking about Gunther, the match that he had at Night of Champions, I was watching this guy and I'm thinking, that's a world champion right there. That's a world champion in weight. 100%. So Surely. I completely agree with, with Dan, Griffin, Dan Griffin's point there. But I love Dan to bits, but he's a notorious Cody hater. So,
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get used to it over here and in the corner. Again. We've now the view- truth comes out. We've lost viewers now as well, so obviously that wasn't the right thing to say. uh, <laughs> uh champ, you mentioned Intercontinental champion Gunther. I think we are going to see a world championship on this guy. I think maybe maybe he'll be one of the main events at Mania next year. We, I think yeah. they, I think they forecast this already in a sense of Gunther. Went the went the distance in the rumble, at, you know, this past year, um, it came down to obviously number thirty, which was Cody, and number one, which was Gunther. Gunther needs to drop the IC title um, beforehand, but I think maybe it will be Gunther versus whoever the Ward Heavyweight Champion is, because that's where he is right now in terms of Raw. So I could I th- I feel like they're forecasting like Gunther, and why not? He's the longest reigning IC champion in recent memory. Um, every match he's had defending the title is almost i'm gunther versus roman by the way i'm not against it it mm-hmm. would be freaking amazing um Gunther but, lesnar take gunther
0: my money Lesner,
1: yeah. take my money now yeah, how, yeah I, I was um,
0: about to say just uh any kind of encounter i mean they tease that at royal Rumble. that's why i'm glad you you are bringing this up uh yeah lesnar and, and gunther my goodness that uh i'll tell you what i'll need uh I'll need a shirt just to go, I'm a mark for this. I mean, this will be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to we have the Montreal versus like the, the British Bulldogs or something going on here. Like- <laughs> there we go. That's what we need to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do Bray, Br-
0: uh, Brett against America, even though I'm an American. And then uh, I don't know how that's going to work, but let's do it. Let, let's bring a lot of <laughs> anarchy into, in the corner. And yeah, probably keep Anarchy me back in the on corner. track. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, yeah. uh, it, it, our champion, obviously Gunther, I think we both have this tie on our predictions as well. We Neither one of us thought Gunther was going to lose. Nothing against Mustafa Ali. As I said on the podcast last week, I don't dislike Mustafa Ali. I think he's really good in the ring. I don't like this positively Ali thing he's doing at all. Um, no, <laughs> stop that <laughs> for mm-hmm. me. Yep. Um, Please stop the match went out how I expected it to go, really. I mean, what did you guys think of the IC
0: Championship match, really? Uh, Tyler, also I Tyler. take a pick. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll go ahead. Uh, I'll tell you, like Sai saying, Gunther has got that. He, he's believable because his promos, when he says he's an in-ring general, you believe it when you watch this guy. He's just, he's immaculate. And the way he can sell for Ali, and credit to Ali because he went after the legs, you know, going after the bigger guy, he, he knew he was at a disadvantage. But the way Ali and Gunther worked, considering they had two different styles, it, it shows you it takes two to tango, like Corey Graves would talk about on commentary. And it was evident. And I was just so impressed by this matchup. Sure, everybody's like, why are we getting Ali versus Gunther? Uh, but then it made sense they were in Saudi Arabia, and that, that's not a knock. I think he's he's got some kind of Middle Eastern heritage, but he's a star. Regardless, Ali proved man, he can work with anybody. So I just think the match was everything we thought it would be. It was actually one of the show stealers. So, man, those chops from Gunther, my chest was hurting, and I'm not even taking them. I mean, the way, the, the reaction, <laughs> that, that just shows you how into it we get with these matches. So I, I thought Gunther was going to retain, but Ali had a great showing.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah, the comment you just brought up then, Benny, from Scottish Danny saying Gunther Ali was eight minutes of meh. I I wouldn't say it was just as in it was rubbish, but it was just kind of kind of there for me. It, the outcome was pretty predictable. I don't I don't think anyone was in doubt that you know Gunther was going to walk away still intercontinental champion. But I kind of got this vibe throughout the whole pay-per-view to be honest. I mean the main event fantastic storytelling fantastic moments you know, you yeah. know we'll obviously come to that shortly but the majority of the card I thought was decent. I enjoyed it. Don't think there was anything there that made me rush back and watch it again, though.
1: Apart from the main event, I think you're right. In terms mm. of that, in terms of, you know, um, I think the, the IC title match did what it had to do. It wasn't, again, I was expecting a bit more from it. I'd have liked to have seen Ali do a little bit more and, and like, you, like, make you think that Ali could actually beat him. None of us are thinking, watching this match, that Ali's going to win. But I'd like to, that moment of, like, could he beat him? Like I, the I want tees, to be has the T's. Yeah. Have the yeah. T's. Yeah. So I think you're right there. Um, Yeah. In terms of classic pay-per-views, like you can go, oh, I, I watch this back because of this, this, and this. Um, But yeah, I think again, overall, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed watching it at the time, but like you said, going back to it, like you said, main event is probably the only one. I mean, in terms of shock value, which we'll get onto a little bit later, uh Oscar, the Raw Women's Championship match, not in terms of the match by any stretch, but in terms of the finish, I did not see that coming at all, mm. which we'll get
0: into in a little bit. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, anything to add, Tyler? Uh, no, I, I mean, uh, that's what's great. We all have differing opinions. I'm actually coming at it positive. So what's wrong with me? Normally, I'm I'm disagreeing <laughs> on this stuff. That, that's what makes it cool. That, that's what makes this show great. And uh, nothing to add. We We can move on.
1: A few more comments in there. Dan Griffin again. Gun through is incredible. I heard those chops, in those quarters, and they sound like gunshots.
0: It, hey, that, that, that's a good comparison, gunshots. Yeah. Shots, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's um. Nah, man. It. Uh, I haven't seen it live. Obviously, Money in the Banks coming up. It's going to be London. Anybody in the chat going? Let me know. I was on. Unf- you know, the tickets were redonkulously priced <laughs> when I looked at it. So I'd love to have gone, but you know, it is what it is. But oh, well, you know, it's over here, so we can watch it. You know. A decent hour is le- yes. at least anyway, so that's yeah. maybe we'll do a watch along. I have no idea. Uh, that's way in the future. Um, uh, to, speaking of Mayor, um, although again, the interference was a bit of a surprise, but uh, Trish Stratus versus Becky Lynch, as I said in the podcast last week, no offense to Becky Lynch. But I think the dream match here was, for me personally, I don't know about you, you, Si, or Tyler, but for me personally, I think Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks, I think, was the actual match people wanted to see. Maybe that's just in my my own head. I don't know. Um, I did like the Kill Bill outfit. I'll give her that. But that's about it, really. There's nothing really in this match that made me...
0: Yeah, (laughs) Tyler.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: No, Yeah, this match, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, I go back to Trish coming back. It, it's been underwhelming. Uh, I hate to say it. I respect what Trish has been able to do for the women's division. She's been a trailblazer in a lot of ways. But her and Becky do not have the right kind of chemistry. That they, they did the best. But you can tell when most of the time we liked the nostalgia acts coming back, the Hall of Famers returning, this was not the case for me. I wanted to see Becky Lynch actually win the match. I know it it made sense for Trish to get an advantage because we're going to see, I believe, a continuation. And I'm with you. Zoe Stark, that element added and made it a little more exciting. And they tried. I mean, it's not that all the move sets looked bad, but there there was definitely some miscommunication. And I felt like these matches are becoming forced instead of like it's a struggle, it's a fight. Going to the old school mentality, so like you brought up, I, I just have to agree with this one. it's just and with the whole rivalry and build up. I, I felt like they didn't let anything breathe. It it rushed a yeah. little bit instead of getting established. What, what do you guys think? I
2: think there might be an issue with. Trish Stratus herself not being as good as they're portraying her to be. And again, I am not, I'm not. I mean, no disrespect to, to, to Trish Stratus whatsoever. She was hugely important in the progression of women's wrestling in the WWF. And I say that because elsewhere, I mean, Stephanie McMahon would not have you believe this, of course, because Stephanie McMahon was responsible for the women's revolution on her own, if you listen to her. But places like TNA and someone were doing groundbreaking stuff for women's wrestling before the WWE were. We all know about the you know, the brown panty matches, the swimsuit matches, the evening game matches, and all that sort of nonsense. Just an excuse to get, you know, attractive ladies on screen for five minutes. Women's wrestling, Trish was the first in WWE, in the modern era, who really came along and did better than that. And by the time she, I mean, she, she had to learn on the job. But by the time she retired the first time, she had become a quite capable performer. And Lita was obviously her main foil in that as well. However, if you go back and watch that stuff, I mean, at the time, 2001, whatever it was, you go back and watch that stuff in comparison to what we were getting from the likes of Stacey Keebler and so on in their evening gang matches. It was head and shoulders above what we'd already seen. But you look at that now in comparison to where we are in 2023 and the standard of where women's wrestling in the WWE has gone, it's very primitive stuff from Trish and Lita back then. So whereas she's got this iconic name, in-ring, I think she just might not be able to hang with the modern-day competitors because they are that much better than her. And again, not taking anything away from Trish, yeah, she yeah. was a hugely important role and stepping stone into where we get now with regards to the in-ring product in the ladies' division. But she was ne- even Trish in her prime, in her youth, probably wouldn't be able to hang with what some of these ladies can do now. And I think that's a bit of an issue that's being exposed, maybe.
1: I think that's a you know brilliant I, point. Yeah, I think you're right there, to be honest. And I was wondering also, I mean, now you said that, I'm not thinking this so much, so much now, but I was also wondering whether there was an issue maybe between Becky and Trish and neither one in, you know, because they are from their own particular eras, essentially, um, not wanting to back down, maybe. Um, and that's where the miscommunication is happening. The chemistry is not there. But actually what you just said, Si, I think might be it rather than what I was thinking, to yeah, be honest. potentially potentially
2: and and, i mean with regards to trish winning to me it's going somewhere else this is just a part of the story this isn't the end game for me so trish winning on the night and the way she won with the outside interference it's just another step towards the the final chapter of this story this isn't the end i don't think so
1: no i mean the the introduction of zoe stark i think is a better move because i think she could have a better match with becky lynch going forward um but, um, she um uh, sorry, go on.
0: No, I, I was just agreeing. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Uh Dan Griffin, the dodo is still trying to rise organic man popularity of Becky Lynch as well. Uh she's been balancing to the return. We touched upon this a few podcasts ago, I think, when we talked about Elias and um Bray Wyatt, even. Um now with a uh, Elias is probably a better better example because They brought, they got rid of Ezekiel, which everybody hated, and everybody was like, Well, there's clearly Elias and blah, 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 whatever. They brought Elias back. Great. Now what? Problem is with it, with the man stuff, it was organic, which is what Dan Griffin's on about here. So was Elias. So the walk with Elias stuff was organic, and now they're trying to like redo it. It's Mm -hmm. not worked. Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin's a different story. Um, but apparently he's now in, he's, he's, well, he's appeared in NXT. I don't know if you guys saw that. He's appeared in NXT. I did in, see a uh, clip. So, in Tatler Champion. So, assuming he's going for that title, since he can't seem to get over on the main roster, I assume. Uh, that's a different story. Um, I mean, anything out. I, I mean, I'm not, I want to be for, the only match I can think of, obviously you've got the, the Trish and uh, Lita, was it 2005 Raw main event? which was uh, the first time women had ever been main eventing. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Um, A triple threat match from WrestleMania 19. I think it was Victoria, Trish, and Jazz. I mean, I could be misremembering. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But at the time, I remember thinking, this is a really good match for the women's match at the time. You've got to think as
2: well, Trish is older as well. You've got to bear that in mind. You know, I mean, you'll laugh at this, Benny, but she's even older than I am. I know you like to dig at me about my age, but she's even older. And she looks far better than me. Of course she does. But yeah, she's, you know, she's even older than I. And That beard she looks, looks after amazing, mate.
0: Don't
1: put yourself down. That beard looks Yeah, the, the beard is <laughs> terrific. <laughs> if I could, look, 37, mate. This is the best I can fucking do. So don't worry about it, man. All right. Um, uh, yeah, that's all we can say about that. I think Oscar, this is the what I was referring to a minute ago, ladies, uh, ladies and gents. But uh I did not see, as much as I wanted Oscar to win it at Mania, um, I did not see this happening. The way they did it was really good as well. Um, The match isn't amazing, um, but definitely better than Trish and Becky, I think, in terms of the actual match. Not, you know, obviously the introduction to Stark was really good, but the match was meh. But again, Mm. this is where we talked about story at the top of the episode. You need to have something in there other than just, you need to say thank you to me. Um, I think we needed to see Trish maybe lay into Becky a few more times. I don't know, <laughs> just just something more than we had, which was not a lot. Um, overall, I like the match. I was really shocked by the outcome for this. So, I mean, I'm, sorry, what did you think of that one again?
2: Um, I'm I'm a big Oscar fan. I have been since her NXT days. I think she is fantastic. She's unique. She's money. You know, she's she's a merchandise dream with the masks and the makeup and everything. You can do so much with her. Uh, she can work, you know, face and heel, whichever way. She, she, I think mean, Oscar is fantastic. Yeah, I'm gonna say something that is maybe a little controversial now, but Ooh. I can't help it. It's the way I feel. I've never really got it with Bianca Belair. Ooh,
1: I've never, don't upset Tyler, I, don't upset Tyler. I've never,
2: you know, I've seen matches that she's had and thought, why, that was an incredible match, but I, I've never 100% got it. This match is another one that I, I'm gonna steal. Scottish, Danny's phrase. It was a bit meh. It was. It wasn't bad. It wasn't rubbish. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It, but at the same time, it didn't blow me away. But the finish, I thought, was really clever. Well, that was very well done.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, I agree with that. To be, I did not see this coming. Me and Tyler both went Bianca Belair to retain. Didn't give it much thought. To be fair, again, like Trish and Becky match. Not a lot of substance, especially with this one, especially not a lot of substance other than us coming out and spitting in her face. Okay, now what? Oh, a a rematch. Okay, there was nothing in there for me to go. I must see this match, which is what wrestling should be. Yes, you're gonna have your fillers, I get that, but you need, I mean, we all want to see. I would assume off this card alone, we want to see the crown of a new world champion. I get that. But Brock, Cody, and probably the main event is probably no offense. And uh, you know, obviously Mustafa Ali and Gunther. We want to see Gunther do some chops and stuff. But where's the where's the reason why I need to care other than a championship? Sometimes you do need more than just a championship on the line.
2: Um, but again, is 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 this maybe in a similar way to what we spoke about with Trish and Becky? This I don't feel this is the end of this story. No, of course Because not, no. the, the mist in her eyes has come into play and Oscar's, you know, if they were talking about it, even, I mean, Corey Graves, sorry, was saying on the commentary, you can call it underhanded, you can call it sneaky or whatever words it was he used. Yeah. And to me that, you've got an instant rematch there, haven't you? You've now got a reason for booking the rematch because of the way yes. Oscar won the title. So that adds to the story. So maybe that's the case. I also think as well, sometimes some of these matches aren't helped by the atmosphere. Because you're in this dome, and the atmosphere—I mean, the, the, different wrestling fans from different countries react in different ways. And you yeah. know, UK fans are crazy. Uh, you go over to Japan, and it's very respectful. You know, they they sit and watch, and and so yes, on. Yeah. So you get different atmospheres in different places. I think here in—correct uh, me if I'm wrong—is it Jeddah the name of the city? Uh, Jeddah. That's right. Yes. Yeah, in yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so funny. they're 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 watching these ladies' matches in the way that they would naturally react to a ladies' wrestling match in that country, I'm assuming. Now, you add to that the fact that it's in a dome, I can only think of a handful of wrestling shows that are in domes where the atmosphere is electric. Yeah. Because just the nature of what the building is, there's a vast space above them. It's not like a tiered stadium where the seats go up the sides all the way to whatever. It's a big-ass dome. Yeah, of course. So the noise and the atmosphere can go up. And then you're losing it. It's the same as the Tokyo Dome for New Japan. It's it's yeah. historic and it looks incredible, but the atmosphere sometimes in the middle of the card feels like it's just disappearing somewhere. Just, yeah. So I, David, I wonder if can... that hurt it a bit.
1: No, I don't know. I'm just yeah, guessing. No, a lot, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. A lot of wrestlers have talked about that in the past, haven't they, about the whole like you know where the sound goes and on TV mm. you can't quite hear it and stuff like that. So uh, Tyler, obviously, you're a big. Bianca Belair fan, obviously. Hopefully you're not too angry with what we said. <laughs> I'm, but, sorry, um, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry. No, there, there's no need think? to
0: apologize. Uh, you know, what I said was not uh, untrue. I mean, as much as I like Bianca, and a lot of it's my affinity for her. She's from Knoxville, Tennessee. You know, I'm a Tennessee guy. She's definitely exactly. athletic. Yeah, right. She's definitely uh, powerful and, and got the strength, and she's got the whole presentation. She definitely fits the criteria. Uh, unfortunately, I think she's been exposed a little bit. I, I think it's been the opponents that it's one thing for them to carry you, but they, they've had to carry her a, a little bit too much. Uh-oh. And Asuka, you know, she is unique and, and she does have the pain and, and I'm, I love the great Muda references, the, the miss, that, yeah. that is awesome. And the nostalgia there, there it goes, that word. Uh, and as much as I like the EST, maybe it was the right time. They, they let her have her 420 days and who knows you know, like, so I was saying a continuation of a story where, you know, she can win it back. Maybe it, even if she doesn't, you can still continue the rivalry. Uh, but I did yeah. feel like Asuka had to come out, you know, kicking and, and working the arm and, and where Bianca, unfortunately she does some of them, all of them part of me do a lot of these spots where you've got to do the back flip into the moonsault. I, I kind of get tired of that spot. I, I think you need to change it up. And, and I think, That that's the only thing I've noticed with certain talent, especially even Bianca. And I I am a fan of her. Don't don't get me wrong. Just like we were talking about Trish, no disrespect to Bel Air, but I think the fans back in Puerto Rico at Backlash and even in North America were yearning for a change. And whether that had anything to do with the booking decision here. Mm Uh, it explains maybe why, uh, to Sai's point, Asuka's got this unique popularity. She's got a following, and she'll bring an edge and a difference to the uh, women's title for Raw that Bianca is kind of lacking right now. Maybe this is a good way to build back up Bianca, too. You could look at it from mm-hmm. t- a lot of different ways.
1: Yeah. Do, you, do you, well, obviously, uh, whether Saad might be able answer it as well, obviously, you're not as regular, but Tyler, do you think this is a time maybe and obviously not maybe based off this story, but is it time for Bianca to maybe turn and maybe go
0: heal? You think? Be I, I think she. Her? I don't know if it'll be better, but she she definitely needs some kind of altercation in her character. I, I think people are kind of getting over the whole, you know, I, I'm the EST. I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna hug and, and kiss your kids, the baby face stuff. She she's definitely pulled it off, and and, and it's kind of tough because you know you've got this heel Oscar. I don't know whether it's not that you can't have a Hill versus Hill matchup, but they they may be kind of waiting because of that factor. But I I do think Bianca needs to have some aggression, even if you're not going to turn her into the villainous uh, persona, at least, you know, maybe make some wrinkles to her uh, overall character development. Give her her some attitude. You know, we've seen baby faces with attitude. I'm not comparing them, but hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bret Hart even though he eventually became ill. That's when they got better. Yeah, I know. Shawn Michaels too, for all those HBK <laughs> fans. So, uh, here, here I go. Are you, I actually like both of them, by the way, I just, I, yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to be funny, but uh, you know what, I si was saying. I, I couldn't help, but agree with, and I know people were surprised because even Benny thought, Oh, Tyler's going to take offense and be, and uh, yes, I'm a Bianca fan, but I think we have to respect when things are truthful. And, and what you guys were saying, at least sai for right now was, and, uh, I can't help but say she's kind of been exposed a little bit, and that's not always meaning exposed in a bad way. It's just maybe her what she can do sometimes in the ring.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, mate. I think you've hit on I think maybe a change in attitude doesn't necessarily have to be healed, does it? I suppose, but definitely the maybe stop the smiling. You've got now, you know, Oscar's got my championship. You know, show me some fire. i Have a bit of an yes. Answer. That's that's absolutely it. yeah, mate. You need to be every week, mate, because we always go what word can we use oh <laughs> edge <fight. laughs> uh, my, so my,
2: my gcse b in english has served me well mate i've got a <laughs> buy on that for about 30 years <laughs> i got i
1: got a uh i got an eight in english oh wait no it was it might have been a b backwards i don't know i'm only <laughs> <laughs> really joking um do you want to go back to trish quickly uh dan griffin trish did well as any 47 year old uh who had any relatively <laughs> relatively limited in ring exposure compared to what when we get nowadays? So yeah. he's got a fair point there. To be honest, yeah, I think yeah. he's right. Yeah, yeah he does. Um, we gotta go. We gotta go to here quickly. Sharon Bianca is a great hero. I think it would be a good move for. There we go then. So there's a few uh-huh. little yeah. things here and there that people. Well, I don't want to keep going on about it, but bloody Baron Corbin Tyler, as you well know, and obviously saw you listen to the show. I know you do. I do. Now, like when he was with JBL, why is he still coming out to that stupid casino music? Why is he still dressing the same? Why is he not in suits? Why is he not talking down to people? He already does Uh that anyway. Why not? And I don't mean repackage him as a new JBL, but he's with JBL. Why not make him this snobby even worse than he already was? And it hasn't gone anywhere. And obviously even, or was it JBL? Even I can't polish a turd, which is a great line. I think that he said a couple of weeks ago, um, more than what's well, about a month ago, isn't it now? And Baron Corbin's been, yeah, it, it's ever since, while. really. Um, but yeah, let's move on to uh, before we get to the good stuff, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, again, I've already made my feelings known about this, to be fair. Anybody listens to the show regularly when Natalia came out, um, what was it, Tyler, three weeks ago, give or take? Um, yeah, it's came, been a few weeks, yeah, when she came out to rescue. I I can't even remember who she, Rhea was beaten up. is that's how little I care about it. I I was
0: trying to recall.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I can't even remember. Bad, Forgive me. But <laughs> yeah. she, Natalia comes out. She's wearing all black, and I'm like, she's staring down Rhea Ripley, and I'm thinking, she's going to turn heel here. Nope, we're just going to get a bloody match at night of champions between. And I've got no disrespect for Natalia or anything like that. She you know she's survived the. <laughs> the pg era and all that stuff and she is good in the ring i don't dispute that at all i just in that moment when i can't remember who rhea ripley was beating up i honestly cannot remember i was waiting for natalie to blast whoever that was to turn heel and that should have been the moment she turned heel for me she should have blasted whoever it was i my mind is i can't remember but when she came out i because she was dressed in black which we never see. She does like a black, purpley, pink heart thing, obviously, because she's Natalia and all that. Um, but why? I just feel well, she's she's very stagnant for me. So, but yeah, I mean, obviously, Rhea. I don't think any of us thought Rhea Ripley was going to lose. Rhea Ripley is one of the top people in WWE right now, um, male and female. To be fair, obviously, you have got Roman. Who's, oh, for sure. No pun intended. Head of the table, um, but Natalia is definitely popular as popular can be right now so um that's kind of my thoughts on it really uh tyler what do you think about <laughs> the women's smackdown women's championship match is what we're talking about obviously
0: well i i was definitely shocked that it was a squash match in a sense but i get it because it, it was a way to make Rhea look even more dominant i did hate it for natalia on her birthday uh you know natalia i don't know that she needs to be heel it's kind of the bianca conversation regardless of the colors i know me uh me and you had talked about Benny and I sh- uh, can't wait to get size take on it. However, it's just, uh, you know, when Natalia, maybe she just needs the attitude. Maybe that's all it was. She, she has lacked a lot of things. It, it's became very stale. Uh, stagnant's a pr- uh, proper word, uh, but Rhea just on another level. And Dominic being the distraction, you know, that made sense from the beginning. You just hate if they're going to travel to Saudi Arabia for them, not to have a little more time, but I get the decision for Rhea to just, Decimator, I mean, Eradicator is that's another <laughs> yeah. thing they use for Rhea Ripley. So I don't know. There's not much to really dissect. Other if you're looking at storylines, I, I just think Rhea's on a, a different level, even with an Italian like uh, we were talking about Becky and Trish. Becky's ascended to heights thanks to size. Uh, brilliant observations that quite frankly, Trish has kind of left behind. And, and once again, not trying to sound disrespectful either. It's just uh, the evolution of women's wrestling has just, it, it's been phenomenal. Pardon the pun for AJ Styles, but yeah. he would appreciate that one.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, it, it was just a, it's a match that was there. Even the yeah. story, sorry, sorry, but even the, like the, the build-up because we had a bit, we had an altercation between them backstage on Raw a couple of weeks ago and it was Natalia, uh, Rhea telling Natalia for getting in the ring saying if you ever get in my business again I'll beat the snot out of you basically I'm paraphrasing and then Rhea Ripley then issued a challenge to Natalia it should have been Natalia pressing Rhea Ripley getting involved again attacking her, calling her a bitch I don't care, just, call, just do something other than I'm going to challenge you because you suck your nose in my business two weeks ago but Natalia's done nothing since. She's actually stayed away. Rhea said, "Stay out of my business, or I'm going to get you." So Natalia, stayed out of her business. Then Rhea challenged her to a match. So sorry, so <laughs> okay. sorry, sorry. It, it just made no sense to me. All right. <laughs> yeah, the
2: way you explain that, it doesn't sound very good. Um, <laughs> I, I think this is this match was exactly what it needed to be. I don't yeah. think Rhea Ripley should be doing anything other than squashing someone like Natalia at this point in their respective careers. And this point in their respective character developments, I think you're talking about Natalia turning heel, wearing the black, and so on. I think it might be incredibly difficult at this point in her career to repackage Natalia convincingly because we've seen her in the same guise for so long. not impossible, don't get me wrong. No, no, but we've seen her in the same guise for so long, and she has worked heel, face, whatever, but still the same character. It's, I think it'd be incredibly difficult to repackage her and be. Believable to the level that it would be accepted all over the place. With regards to Rhea Ripley, though, I agree with Dan Griffin in the chat. Absolutely fantastic. This woman is a star and smashing Natalia is completely the right way this match should have gone. I yeah. mean, you can't build up a mega star having them struggle to overcome every opponent. I mean, you look at how Goldberg got his big rise.
1: There you go. Yeah.
2: He smashed through the whole mid card in 90 seconds. Yeah. Didn't matter who they were. And that made Goldberg. I'm not yeah. saying that Rhea Ripley should do the same thing, but you can't you can't elevate Rhea Ripley if she's being made to look competitive against, or if Natalia, sorry, is being made to look competitive against Rhea Ripley at this respective times in their careers and where they're going on the card, I think.
1: Yeah, no, I can't really add to that, mate. Um, it, like I said, I already ranted about it, but it was the whole story made no sense to me. It was literally a stay out of my business, Natalia then disappeared for a couple of we didn't, we didn't see her, I don't think. And then Rhea's challenged her to a match. And unless I missed something on raw talk, maybe, maybe there was something on there. Cause they do some things on I this c-
0: could have been, but, yeah. but I'm with you there. There wasn't a lot to, to put it together other than, Hey, let's just have that, this match. And maybe that, that was the result. Hey, she's going to get squashed anyway. So <laughs>
1: there we go. Um, there we go. We'll, we'll move on to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Cody. I think I got this wrong in a sense of, I. Co- uh, uh, Tyler, you got this right. You actually beat me on this pay-per-view, by the way. Um, and we and gonna I'm going to keep bragging. Yeah, yeah, yeah we won't talk. Money in the bank's coming up, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll get it back. Uh, but uh, in my head, it made sense. I think I said this on the podcast. I Instead of going with my head, I went with my heart, and I wanted Cody to win. But not uh, when I said that, you know, we weren't sure about the arm and stuff, and obviously the way they've done it, it's been, you know, fairly good. Um But yeah, I, I went with Cody Rose, I wanted Cody to win. But yeah. Um again, this was what you kind of expect a Brock Lesnar match to be, to to be honest for me. What about what about you guys? Either way. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yes, much. Uh... I mean
2: a couple couple of small little complaints, I guess. Uh what what is the the proper term for the arm bar finisher. Is it K- Chimera lock?
1: Is that Kimura right? yeah, lock? Kimura. It. Yeah, Kimura. Okay, Kimura.
2: Ap- apologies. Um, no,
1: sorry.
2: this guy's, has done MMA. He's a monster. Look at the size of him. Well, yeah. and he's applied, he's applying this hold that in, in kayfabe in WWE storyline in the past with triple H and so on, he's broken <clears> people's <throat> arms. Yep. Cody already has a severely injured arm. And then you've got this UFC champion applying this submission hold onto Cody's bad arm and Cody doesn't tap out and he's in this hole for a very long time. I struggled to suspend my disbelief over that. That was a bit of a step too far, but Cody getting beaten here. I can understand because I feel like Cody is being given his mountains to climb. If you look at when he came back from his injury, it was all rosy, wasn't it? Everyone expected him to go to Mania and beat Reigns. majority of yes, people expected yeah, him to be. Yeah, Raines. yeah. I mean Tyler, Tyler you...
1: didn't. I will say, me and Tyler didn't. We, we okay. were both like, no, 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 it's not happening yet. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> time I, we feel, right.
2: <laughs> I feel that if, if it had gone along the lines that people were kind of, a lot of people then were expecting it to, a lot of people have now moaned that it didn't happen, you'd have had yeah. Cody, he comes back from his injury, wins the Rumble, cuts yeah. a few promos, Gets brilliant yeah. responses. Beats Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Boom. Yeah. Had his moment in the sun. Then, because the way people are and and so on, it, he'd have got turned upon. To me, the big thing is with any with any wrestling situation, whether it's a, a TV show, a pay-per-view, a storyline, everyone should always be thinking, what's next? Yeah. So if that happened with Cody, where does he go next? He's overcome Roman. He'd, yeah. So you got the remit. That's yeah. a good he, point. He'd have, he'd have to move on to somebody like a, a Lesnar then, potentially. But you couldn't have had him drop the belt after a month because that makes a mockery of the guy. So he'd have to have beaten Lesnar. All of a sudden he's overcoming all the monsters. Yes. So yeah. effectively, any legs that Cody's character had in that babyface role from the Rumble return onwards would have been done and dusted within six months.
1: Yeah. It, was, it, it would have been done. Yeah. 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 Had, so no, this just...
2: now, he's he's lost to Roman, sat in the ring all mopey, and then the chicken flew past him and whatnot. But sat in the ring all mopey and sad. He's had these promos and, and, and moments on TV where he's, you know, he's talking about um, still wanting to go on and win the big one. Uh, he's he's beaten Brock, but it was booked very much in a way that he out-wrestled him in one move. It was done very well. Yes, and then yeah. in the rematch here, he's injured and he's been destroyed. To me, Cody is being given his mountains to overcome. And yeah, eventually he's going to overcome those mountains and potentially at next year's mania. Who knows? That's when he'll have his crowning moment. I, th- yeah. I think that's kind of where we're going with this.
1: I think most people, I think Tyler will agree with that um, as well. Um, I mean, what do you think of the Brock? I mean, t- very quickly, you're just saying about the, it's it's trying to show Cody's got heart and he's not willing to quit yeah. so easily yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I like the fact they did a call back to Backlash with the reversal, where he popped his hips, but Brock mm-hmm. then reversed it again in a different way. Um, yeah, story but yeah, we, brilliant, brilliant yeah, storytelling. Brilliant, brilliant storytelling. Yeah, but in terms of the injury, like you said, I think you're right. Maybe not the first time, but when they, when he locked it in again, it shouldn't have been so long for him to pass Mm. out or he should have tapped. It doesn't, I I understand they're trying to do the Austin Bret Hart thing. There's a little Bret Hart plug for you. Uh, But um, you know, that's essentially what they did, wasn't it? They did the Bret Hart stone cold thing from uh, 13, I think it was. That's right. Um, So I mean, Tyler, before I hog up too much time, uh, you know,
0: this has all been a very uh, fascinating conversation and, what size said—that—that's what I love about these kind of programs. It—it it, it brings up a lot of points I don't think about it all the time when I'm viewing a matchup. Uh, you know, I I do agree with size's point. What what I did love—I'll uh, just go to that about this uh, Rhodes and Lesser matches. I I did like how Rhodes knew his back was up against uh, the wall, literally, uh, literally against the corner here, where you know he was having to use the, his cast as a weapon. Now I did like that part of it. Because, I mean, uh, you're going to have to get desperate. I mean, you've got this beast, literally. You've got this guy that can destroy you. Uh, you know, we all know his accolades. I mean, even Cody's put him over. But he, he's showing no fear. He, You know, even Michael Cole says you have to be crazy. I'm kind of paraphrasing it for you to win a match against yeah, Brock Lesnar. But, yeah, Cody, you know, like you guys are saying, he's showing a lot of heart, a lot of uh, wherewithal. Uh, I like how uh, I si said mountains to climb because I think, you know, like, me and you have talked about Benny. He didn't need to beat Roman Reigns, I think, just because he's a star coming from AEW and he's been there already in WWE. You don't need to always uh, have him win the, the big one all the time because, like, yeah. like you guys are talking about, it's going to make, if, it, if they do it in Philadelphia and next year's WrestleMania, feel that much more special, have a bigger feel to it if he's able to do it then. And I love the fact that Brock turned on Cody. Everybody, Some people were complaining about it, like, oh, Cody never gets a break. That's part of the beauty of storytelling. Yes. Th- that's why if they can hook you and make us aggravated, I love that. I think we need more twists and creative to have the fans not get everything we want. It's it's like life. You don't get everything you desire, and you're not going to get it with wrestling, <laughs> yeah. even though you enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, it's the beautiful execution of And I get it. The logic kind of maybe uh, misunderstood with the the submission and stuff, but the way this match and this rivalry has been between promos, and you can talk about the interactions been so-so with security and Adam Pierce, but it's, it's there. I mean, it, it's, it's been very good. I've actually found myself very intrigued by what's going to happen next with Cody and Brock. So this match accomplished what we thought maybe we're going to get money in the bank, but I, I have a feeling We've got to get it at SummerSlam, but how much more can they carry out maybe the issue before SummerSlam? I, th- I,
2: I think the big, a big thing as well is with regards to overcoming the obstacles in, in put in front of Cody and so on. All, all good baby faces have to do that. They, they have to overcome these big obstacles. I think if you look at, in semi-recent history, I suppose, the two standout biggest fan-favorite moments in recent WrestleManias, you have Kofi Mania and you have the S-Movement with Daniel Bryan now Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan you look at all the obstacles that they had to overcome on their way to their moment and Daniel it made Bryan's, it mean yeah. so much more
1: Daniel Bryan especially, you know Daniel Bryan
0: I, especially did. Daniel
1: Bryan I think especially, that's
2: kind of what we're looking at yeah
1: yeah yeah basically yeah. Daniel Bryan especially went a hole he even won the WWE title and literally had it taken off him seconds after winning it from Randy Orton with the Money in the Bank briefcase mm-hmm. so um I think you're right I think we are I think we are going to see Cody versus Brock again and I feel like it's going to be SummerSlam. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I think... I mean, we've started having qualifying matches for the um, Money in the Bank. Obviously, Kofi's injured at the moment. Um, if he is entered into it, um, maybe Brock gets involved and that's what leads us next to... Every time Cody thinks he's rid of this guy, He, although he has issued an open challenge this week on Raw, so he's kind of made his own bed this time around. But, <laughs> but yeah, basically, I, I think we are looking at Cody Brock and I was thinking is it going to be Sal? I kind of hope it isn't I actually would like to see this be if they are going to do this I'll ask you what you guys think But I thought Hal Nassau because that makes sense but we've already kind of seen some good ones lately Finn Balor Edge and then obviously Cody and Seth was really good because it was a legit, legitimate injury and stuff like that I think it might be a last one standing match possibility, possibility maybe between Cody and Brock I don't know how that would really work, though, because obviously Brock is just a freaking... But because we've seen Cody not tap out, as you said, Sai, even though it put you, took you out of it a bit, the heart, Cody, This this that could prove Cody to be standing up and have more heart in that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think yeah. about, you know, obviously I think we're all in agreement that we are going to see Brock versus Cody again. Yes. Uh, we
0: so. we've got to get it. Uh, but no, I, I think it is important, and that's that old school mentality. I'm glad Si brings it up. Like with Dusty and Rick, you know, Rick Flair and Dusty. You you had to Dusty had to face the adversity with the horseman. So mm-hmm. what do you do? You it shows you it could still work. You may have to make some new uh twists and turns to it. You don't want to necessarily copy it, but when it's been a proven commodity in pro wrestling. I mean, think about it with Bruno and superstar Billy Graham. Even, the, you know, he they made him hill. There's been all these comparisons. There's been Austin Rock when Austin turned hell. He joined the Alliance, did he? Uh, and eventually oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. had their big match at WrestleMania. So there, there's always been these parallels that I, I just can't help but concur. I mean, I, I think it's it's a good way to look at it. Like I say, it helps remind me of a lot of the storylines of old. I mean, Sting. Another good example in WCW with whether it's been Flair or, you know, Hogan, no matter how you feel about the match. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up because this could be for another whole podcast of just <laughs> talking, build yeah. up baby faces or, or heels. I mean, yeah. it, it's very, uh, the dynamics are very intriguing to me.
2: Again, yeah. it, everything Tyler's just listed, is the babyface overcoming adversity. It's climbing that mountain. Yeah. Yeah. It's storytelling, isn't it? Yeah. And again, we, yeah, we, it said about it, we, we said about it earlier on in the show. Give us a reason to care why these guys Absolutely. are fighting, and that's that's how you, that's how you sell tickets. That's how you make yeah. money.
0: You're you right on.
1: Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you can do that within a within within a within a match. You can make us care within that. But then, but then, you also need that story, like you've already said. So yeah, makes yeah. I, I, why don't? Why should I care about this or that? But yeah, uh, Dan Griffin, uh, the Cody injury angle was crap. Oh, people loved him when he powered through a legit injury. Let's do it again, but blatantly kayfabe. It's wrestling, mate. Well, <laughs> it, 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 oh, all right, okay. <laughs> back to Dan Griffin again. Cody using the castle straight from Hulk Hogan school yes. of babyface using heel tactics. Oh, I just thought. Totally. Of, I just thought of Cowboy Bob, Bob Orton straight away. It was my yeah. first, you know. Yeah, so that was, th- that was another good one. Yeah, uh, so that was my first. I even said when he came out, and I was like, "Well, we're going to see a bit of a cowboy Bob Orton going at me," which they, you know, redid back at WrestleMania 21 as well when he was ringside with with his, you know, Orton against Taker and stuff like that. So you know, I've got no um, issue with it. Um, as I said, there was a couple of qualifying matches on Raw. Uh, Ricochet defeated the Miz. Miz pulling out all the stops, by the way. Quickly before we get to the main event, actually on a crossbody. <laughs> From doing hands, you know, doing
0: some, where's all this stuff been, miss? Like all of a sudden. Uh, I noticed uh, he, he waited for the Money in the Bank qualifying match, evidently. Uh, uh, he's had it in him.
1: Uh, Dolph Ziggler
0: doing his usual, putting
1: somebody over that's just come up from NXT this week as well. Although I do like uh, JD. Uh, um, Ace, what do they call him? Is it the Ace of Spades? No, it's not Ace of Spades. Is it what do they call him? JD Was it Madonna. the Irish Ace? Irish Ace, thank you. I get it wrong. I'm thinking of Shayna Baszler. That's what I'm thinking of. Um... Uh, the other qualifying match was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and he defeated Bronson Reed via uh, pinfall. I actually kind of wanted, no, no, again, no offense to Shinsuke, I actually kind of wanted Bronson Reed to win this one, because to see that big guy climbing a ladder with all these little like high flyers and all those people that are probably going to be in it. Um, could we not have Bronson Reed in it? I, I would have actually quite <laughs> liked to have seen that, to be honest. Um, I don't know whether you've seen much of... Um, Bronson to read, I, I, I get a Bam Bam Bigelow kind of. I know he's not as tall, okay. and not as big or anything, but I do get that sort of. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> pardon me. I've seen
2: problem. bits. I've seen bits, but not enough to pass. If you're saying Bam Bam Bigelow likenesses, and that's a, that's a, not big, in a sense of, big, you know.
1: Yeah, not in the sense of like how they look or anything, but his whole sort of. Yeah, I, I guess I am maybe not in the sense of he looks like Bam Bam Bigelow. Just that, mm. just a I big guy, it, more agile. Yeah, sort. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got at, uh, the athleticism right yeah, there okay. you go yeah so um he's on the rise at the moment i don't think um hopefully we'll see more i'd like to see him get a few more wins and stuff obviously but you know that comes with time so hopefully we'll see him but he i already get that thing with him when he comes out now when his music hits i'm like oh here we go this is going to be a fight because him and bobby lashley we only got a smidgen of it we only got like a tiny bit of it then they were the oh, ones on raw ones on smackdown and it was like i was actually quite looking forward to seeing those two go out a bit more because it ended up being a Double counter, I think, a couple about a month ago. So, um, but yeah, I'm ranting on about other things now. (laughs) I gotta mention this very quickly we got new women's tag team champions again. Um, Liv Morgan injured, so, um, I know you're a fan of Raquel Rodriguez, Tyler. Uh, she ended up teaming Shotzi. Um, I kind of liked the idea of Chelsea Green and Sonny Deville winning this, to be honest, but we ended up having um, Shayna Baser and Ronda Rousey winning the tag team titles.
0: Um. Yeah, well, he, here's the thing. I, <laughs> I know people are hating on it, but I, I'm trying to look at the other side of it. Uh, I, and Chelsea Green, Sonya would have made it a formidable team. I just think, man, with Basler and Rousey, they, these two are. We're talking about aggression and being legit. I mean, I, I think maybe this is what they were going with and, and why they went with Rousey and Baszler because Baszler had already been a tag team champion for the women's division. Now you add, gave Ronda this other accolade. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying not to overanalyze it. I get it's not the wow factor everybody was looking for and as much <laughs> as I like Raquel Rodriguez. But I, I'm not hating it because – these are two legitimate, just uh, that I wouldn't want to mess with them. I'll, I'll say uh, I'll do anything you want me to. Don't break my arm. Don't <laughs> don't try to hurt me. Seriously, I mean if that's what I mean. Suspend so your disbelief. It's how they yep. use them. Uh, and to me, you got two ladies from UFC backgrounds, or at least MMA, especially with Rousey and UFC. Why not kind of uh, use that? momentum and uh, really build them up again. I think Rousey needed something and so did Baszler. So why yeah. not just give them the titles? And that, that's the way I'm kind of looking at it.
2: It's big that names as well, isn't it? Yeah. Ronda Rousey's obviously got a big name to her, hasn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. And Yes. She that, that's going to shine a light on the women's tag division, which to me has been weak for quite a while. So that's that's a big deal. I'm a big Baszler fan as well. I think she is fantastic. And I also think as well, after they've been smashing their way through teams and so on, eventually, because we know that this is how it works, and especially in the WWE, they're going to split. Think of the matches between the two, whether yeah, that's right. six months, a year, two years down the line, however long it takes them to do this. I hope it does take a while, so we have we have a story going into it. Again, we come back to that word again, don't we? A story. Yeah, but correct. I hope that they're given time as champions, so when the split happens, it matters. And then we can have some fantastic dragite brawls between these two ladies. And again, coming back to legitimate badasses beating the crap out of each other. There's money in that for me.
0: And, yeah. and somebody take my money again. I do love <laughs> <Yeah>. Shana <and laughs> Bazel. <you> <laughs> it's just like the Brock, Brock Gunther analogy. Yeah, somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be there.
1: I, I enjoyed Shana Bazel's work in NXT. I thought she was brilliant. I expected a lot. I, but again, there's a lot of these people that come up from NXT, the old NXT, the gold and you know black and gold brand as it was. That some of them did, and some of them didn't. And um, I just, I've always thought that um, I don't think Shayna Bas- Baszler has been women's champion she, since she's been on the main roster. I could be wrong on that. I'm not sure. I don't I think, think so. she has, though. To be uh, fair,
0: I don't think so either. But I, don't quote me on it. I, Anybody I in the chat, it.
1: give it, give it, give it a look. I'm pretty sure she hasn't because I thought, I, again. I, the um the ace that she was down in NXT, I loved it. And again, uh-huh. then she started doing that whole arm, kicking their arm thing down when they, you know, bend the arm down. Oh. It, it was like, oh. Oh, nice. it made my uh, arm yeah, twist. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I'm so... hurting
0: already, guys. Please. Oh, my God. That, that's isn't when that... it's good. I mean, it, it looks good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's when Gunther does the chops, isn't it? It's that, it's that equivalent of like,
0: oh, right. <laughs> or, or Pete Dunne manipulating the fingers. Ouch. I mean, I, yeah, he oh, doesn't do that does.
1: anymore, does he? No, he doesn't do it enough. I, I know. For, you know, come on. You know, uh, main event then undisputed WWE tag team uh, champions Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do defeat Roman Reigns and Solo Scott. I thought they were going to go a different way with this story. Uh, before I give my take, Tyler, what did you? Uh, obviously, you got it right, so all hail Tyler! Um, well, thank you. Uh, he is the head of the table uh, this week.
0: <laughs> well, this week, uh, I thought you know, going back to storytelling, what we've been discussing for I, I don't know how long now, uh, it's just been. Brilliance. I mean, you, you could probably see the holes or mistakes, sure. But the the way that the bloodline has now been teasing the implosion, finally we're seeing the cracks in the armor. I mean, they've been saying this on commentary, really getting this story over and how they should do it. This has been one of the the greater storylines that I, and I've told Benny this, I've, I've probably shared this with Sid that I've ever seen in mm. at least the modern era. And that's yeah. not because I'm pro WWE. It's just the facts. The it's way fantastic. Roman, yeah, and the Usos have been doing, and with Solo and Paul Heyman especially, my gosh. Somebody, here's a good throwback. You forget that Paul Heyman and Si can help me out. with Samoan SWAT team. He was associated yes. with relatives before he even got involved with yeah, the, late the ages, next generation. Was, yeah. Yes, ab- absolutely, and I, I love it. And Paul Heyman, his expressions – the the body language, I like the psychology here. Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens are are not only entertaining when they need to be serious, they can. I love the fact that Sammy got to do the Arabic, going back to Dan Griffin's point, and I touched on it earlier, you know, as as a way to talk bad about Roman, because you know Paul did the ring introductions, which were fantastic. And and everything about this match, when Sammy and KO seemed to get an advantage, Roman would pick his spots whether mm-hmm. it be a spear, whether, I mean, it was just the intricacies of that main event. And that shows you why, as much as we we respect Seth and AJ to, to everyone's point, why that that makes a argument to why this needed the headline and be the main event. And and the fact that Sammy got to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, along with Kevin Owens, so let, let's respect KO. And the way the, this team has built up chemistry, it shows you how great a workers, not only, or you know we think Solo or Roman are, but credit to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for being being able to, you know, for both teams. Let me say it like that to pull this off. And uh, of course we we know the big spot. I'm going to let you guys take that away. I don't you know. There's so much to unpack here. It's it's really <laughs> hard things. to dissect it. So I, I'm going to throw it. I just came away thinking this is a another just twist and turn and actually very nice way to accentuate another part of this story. So that Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it there. I mean, I'm
1: not, I'm not surprised that Jimmy's the one who snapped because he's always been the hotter head of the two, but considering everything that's happened, I'm still a little bit perplexed of, and and I'm not dissing it. I can't wait to see how this plays out, but I'm still a bit perplexed on how, why Jay is still struggling. Now, is it because Solo Sokoa is by the side of Roman? and he knows how Roman can treat, and he, obviously he was the the first initiate, wasn't he? Jay was, of all this abuse, essentially, and all this stuff that went down all the way back from, what, 2020 till now. Um, so is it that? I, or has Roman messed that guy's head up so much he doesn't know whether he's coming or going? I mean, sorry, si, you were at Clash of the Castle. You got to see Solo's main roster debut. I mean, again, you, you dive in and out of this, and uh, what are you thinking of the bloodline, and what you thought of this match, really?
2: The bloodline, first of all, I'm just going to echo everything Tyler said, it's fantastic. I I have seen a lot of wrestling in my life. Uh, I have seen wrestling from all different companies, from all different decades in time. This bloodline stuff is up there as some of the best I've ever seen from a storyline standpoint. It is fantastic. It's not just fantastic wrestling TV, it's fantastic TV, full stop. It's fantastic entertainment. It is incredible. And not knowing which way people are going to go and and the different levels with each different character. It's, it's just fantastic storytelling. It's fantastic writing and fair play to the guys in, in these roles. It's fantastic performances because you can give somebody the best, you know, the best script, I suppose, for want of a better phrase, if they can't carry it out in front of the screen, if they can't carry it out, you know, in front of those cameras, then it's it's wasted. So, you know, yeah. much respect to everyone involved in the writing and the delivery of these stories. The Bloodline stuff is awesome. With regards to the main event of this pay-per-view, it's quite easy for me to sum up, really. Good match, great storytelling. That's yeah. all it can contain to for me. The finish with the Usos uh, and so on is the highlight of the whole pay-per-view for me, not just this match. This is the, this is the takeaway from this and this is something that's going to get replayed in video packages and highlights packages and you know special documentaries and so on for years to come
1: yeah i can't yeah i echo that yeah, i agree they're on the on wwe's youtube channel if anybody hasn't seen it they have got a whole i don't know how far it goes now whether they've added to it i don't know but it has the whole bloodline story from yes. the start to i think it was at the time it was up to royal rumble so you can see the snippets of all this mm-hmm. going on. And we're not talking about six months or a year. We're talking, I think, like I said, this began in 2020. Yeah. And it's mental that it's gone this long. And like I said at the top of the show, <laughs> I bet even you sides would agree, thinking I might watch SmackDown this week. A thousand-day celebration, which is obviously over now, because it was actually a thousand days at Night of Champions. Yeah, Jimmy's just super kicked him. Jay doesn't know where he's coming or going. How pissed off is Solo Sokoa for being kicked mm. by his own brothers? Um, also, I want to go back before Night of Champions very quickly. I'm sure you guys saw well, I don't know if you saw it, but I, you more than likely saw it, Tyler. When Roman bumped into Solo Yeah, and almost apologised to Solo. It's like, who is... And then when they said uh, there was... A, the, in the video package, you have to watch it back. I Maybe I'm uh, adding to it in my own brain. I don't know. But it's see when they said, I'm in charge of the the bloodline, Solo was looking straight at Roman, but they zoomed in the picture a bit. And is something along the line, I can paraphrase him, somewhere along the lines of I'm in charge of the bloodline or whatever. But they had Solo in the background just glaring at uh, Roman in a way like, are you, and I'm like, is Roman in charge or is Solo in charge? Because I don't know what's going on there. And the way when he bumped into him, it's kind of like what is actually you know, like, I've never dissected a wrestling storyline. Makes much you as wonder, this, ever. Um, so I mean, subtleties, isn't it?
2: Little subtleties, little. I don't know what they call them. Is it mm-hmm. Easter eggs that you can come back to in the future and so on? Uh, just again, fantastic yeah. storytelling, and it's being given time. How many times have we seen something that starts off really well? It gets hot shotted and ruined in three weeks just to get it on the next pay per view, and then everyone's yeah. going shit. Where do we go next? Yes. This has been given time to breathe and time to just develop. And it's, you know, absolutely fantastic stuff. And also Dan Griffin in the chat there saying he wants um, Jacob Fatu from MLW to jump across and partner solo for another level of threat. If you're not familiar yeah. with Jacob, me and my wife were talking about this guy the other night. If you're not familiar with Jacob Fatu, seek out some of his work on, on where it's YouTube, MLW, wherever. Okay. This guy is the business. And he, again, another family member. Of the you know that that sort of the bloodline, yes, that's okay, the saying yeah, is, yeah. yeah. So definitely go and check this guy out, Benny. You, you you would love him especially.
1: Oh, I'll give it. I'll give him a look. I when I saw S- S- car, S- S- I S- sure. yeah oh sorry, go on, Tyler.
0: No, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I was just going to add. So is he the one that that does the moonsaults? Yes. Does he do it? Yes, I mean, is. the guy. It, I mean, it's impressive. Talk about athletic. Yeah. Benny, uh, uh I concur with side. You'd love it. That's send all I was going to insert.
1: Yeah. 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 Send me, send me some links on, um, th- this now makes sense because we have this comment come up quickly. My breakfast buddy, Solo Sokoa. And I was like, okay, I'll put it up there. I don't know what you mean. And then we get this. <laughs> so Dan Griffin saying, yeah, Solo, Solo was staying in my hotel in Cardiff, saw him at breakfast and sport the main event. I didn't dare speak to him. He's a scary dude. And then, you know, my breakfast buddy, Solo Seko, which is now <laughs> yeah. makes sense is very with, con- that is with very...
2: context. That phrase, that that first statement, that, that all by of itself, of a sudden under- yeah, <laughs> that
1: by itself makes no sense. When you have the actual context, oh, okay, that makes more sense. That's yeah, really it starts cool, clicking. <laughs> Perhaps um, they just
2: both like enjoy the same restaurants or something, and, and that, yeah. that was totally <laughs> maybe so. Again, you know, but,
1: <laughs> yeah. As you know, you, uh, obviously before the event, I questioned whether we should have the main event is the world title and blah blah blah, but. It's, as much as I as we already spoke about at the top of the show, it makes sense for this to be um you know the the main event and stuff. I mean yes. I enjoyed it from yes. start to finish, the intros, Sammy, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um I, I very much enjoyed it. Um It was a good match to be fair, and but I'm not gonna lie, do I remember all of it? No. What do I remember? Jimmy kicking Roman Reigns in the head. There That's what go. I remember, and the line of him. I'm to so he's already he's already laid out Roman, and then he's to Jay. Um, I'm doing something. I'm doing something that you should have done a long time ago, and then did it again. Mm-hmm. And it, once you can kind of say maybe in anger because the way Roman's been pushing him, and this is not this is not a one-off thing. This has been happening quite a lot. You can maybe in that moment he's just lost his his fuse is gone and, he's, and maybe he they could have gone down the route of oh my god what have I done but no Jimmy is very much I am done with your ass so <laughs> I'm very much looking forward yeah. to um, thank you Dan Griffin by the way for I may trying to confuse me deliberately thank you very much <laughs> uh, brilliant I mean are you going to be watching SmackDown sorry out of curiosity you're not one to watch yeah stuff? I want to,
2: I want to watch SmackDown and it's again. Yeah down to the deadline. it's down to the usos it's down to heyman and it's down to reigns and obviously yeah. solo as well but yeah that's what i want to be seeing
1: yeah so i think what we've taken from this this event really in that you said we wouldn't watch it back and maybe not for a while but the watch is like you know like you said it's there <laughs> but i mean the world heavy championship you, you know that's history being you know at the moment we are days into this we're not that far in in a year's time, you can go. Oh, yeah, I saw that when you know we can look. The people that saw Seth Rollins become the first NXT champion at the time, uh-huh. okay, cool, right? This is new. This is interesting. And now it's referred to a lot because he was the first ever NXT heavyweight champion, essentially. So things take time to build, as we've already pointed out. The Bloodline, Cody, you laid that out perfectly. Sigh, earlier with the Cody story. Yeah, okay, he could have come back, won the Rumble, and won the title. Then what? Yeah. It will mean, as Tyler said as well, it will mean a lot more, as we're all assuming, WrestleMania next year um, when we've had that entire story told, you know, on the way to the championship. And obviously then we've got the story with the championship after. So, I mean, Tyler, any last thoughts on um, Night of Champions?
0: I thought, hey, if nothing else, like you guys were were saying, we're going to remember the, uh, you know, Jimmy Uso super-kicking Roman. And Sammy getting to be in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I love how you brought up how Seth and AJ, you know, Seth winning that world title, Triple H, congratulating him. Uh, You know, we we may kind of gloss over some of the moments. I'm I'm not meaning the bigger ones, but some of these matches, but it'll still, when when we go back and and revisit it, it'll start clicking with us. Hey, wait a minute. This is a little bit more sentimental than I remember. And, uh, I, I loved yeah. having Son here. I, I love, you know, of course, talking to you, Benny, I, I get an education. Honestly, I do. I'm i I'm a fan myself. So it's, it's a good way to look at different perspectives and I'm with you guys. One thing I think we all agree on, man, we, we love good wrestling, but man, when the storytelling is present, it makes everything better. And, uh, that, that's my takeaway. So, Hey, no, nothing much else to add. I, I've just, uh, once again, this has been fun to, to do it live, do video. And, uh, yeah. Uh, i'll tell you what if, if nothing else uh hopefully i don't scare away your viewers but you know i'm here <laughs> and, uh, you know, we need uh, to have some first before we get we can scare anybody so don't worry about it that's
1: <laughs> no, fine uh sorry thank you very much for joining us for the very first Rob, live thank show. you for
2: yeah thank you for the invite mate I yeah i've an absolute blast talking to you boys uh you, you've done fantastic wouldn't think it was your first live outing. absolutely fantastic stuff i've really enjoyed it so yeah here's to many many more boys
1: i appreciate it oh yeah thank you sir. Yeah. Oh, do you want to plug anything inside before you before we end? I've the got show? loads to plug, mate. Loads. Um,
2: oh. <laughs> no, I've uh, anything I'm involved. Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything <laughs> I'm involved in, uh, you can find by the network that carries this show. That's SJP World Media on Facebook and Twitter, and all your podcast players, platforms, and providers. And we have got stuff covering all sorts: modern day wrestling, such as this nostalgia standpoint, old school wrestling with Nitro Nights, looking at WCW, a bit of silliness on a Monday evening with Chain Wrestling. Uh, we've got the Doctor Who pod, we've got the Waiting Room podcast, looking at time travel, TV shows and so on. There's so much going on there. We've got Away From The Pages, looking at the book world and speaking to various authors and so on. More shows coming all the time. Benny mentioned it earlier on, a Simpsons podcast coming very soon. Uh, There's all sorts, you know, live sport coverage coming soon, all sorts going on. So at SJP World Media is where you need to be for all of your, I suppose, content needs. Is that a saying? I don't know.
1: You don't do. like. You it don't sounds don't like good to me. You don't like the word content creator, though, do you? You know when I first like, met no. you, you don't like it. I remember when I first no. met you. I
2: don't know why. I don't. I don't know why it's like. There's a few things that make me. you're an old
1: man. That's why. Thanks, mate. Thanks.
2: Content <laughs> create. Content creator is a term I'm not. I'm not comfortable with. No. And I, I dislike. I dislike it when people start calling me well the wise man for a fucking start, Tyler, and stuff. <laughs>
0: I, well, I, I can't help. Hey, if it gets you going, it's worth it do fickle uh, yourself
2: is what you should have there said. There you go. But no, honestly, yeah, just, just tell me. Yeah. I've had a great time.
1: No, I appreciate it, Tyler. Uh, Tyler, let us know where you're at, mate, as per usual. What else you're doing? And yeah.
0: Sure. Uh, I'm at DustinTeller86 on Twitter. I'm also not only on In the Corner here on SJP World Media. I also do back when, and we are going to get an episode recording. I I know me and Danny, both our schedules are crazy. Trust me, we're going to get one in. We've already been in talk. Speaking of negotiations, there you go. (laughs) Uh, and you know, wrestle buddy, I'm thankful. I joined Josh to board on there. Also a fellow teammate here at, uh, SJP world media. who does RSH, uh, fantastic show there as well. Uh, Wrestle Buddy, I, I do the weekly report. Uh, I'm doing a, a new show called Around the Table Wrestling Scoops. I mean, it's pretty much doing what we're doing—wrestling news and and stuff. So, yeah, just uh, it's it's a lot of fun stuff. So, thank you for letting me plug uh, plug my yeah, what no, I'm doing. No, always, mate. I can't believe you're cheating on me with other wrestling podcasts, but that's fine. Uh... Well, <laughs> hey, w- wait wait a minute. I, I didn't think it was a marriage. In mean, my bed.
1: <laughs> Go you fickle know, yourself. Uh... No, as...
0: <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Well, hey, obviously. Hey, it works. Hey, get a T-shirt. If if I'm going to be told, at least buy a T-shirt.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We need to get the links in for that on the show. We'll put that in here somewhere for next week. But uh, no, thank you very much, Sy. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, everybody that did join in the chat. I love the interaction with everybody. I know we didn't get to it. I think we got to most people's comments, in fairness, but I appreciate it. This is episode 55. Um, I can't believe it's 55 episodes. We are, honestly, mate, when we get to uh, Money in the Bank, this is a year of this show um it's i'm not stuff. gonna like tyler yourself that's the wrong way tyler uh we <laughs> always get that wrong with the camera um yes backwards you yeah. know <laughs> thank you mate for jumping in sorry si, you've uh, helped me behind the scenes with stuff and you know what i'm on about with that so um not technical stuff as we figured out earlier but uh just... oh yeah because
2: i can't do none of that shit. <laughs> no no how,
1: how does this work so si, <laughs> I, I have no fucking idea we're about three seconds from air so <laughs>
0: and don't ask me I, I won't be able to help you so
1: um Obviously, you can listen to this on, obviously, SJP World Media, on Apple Podcasts, and uh, Spotify, and all those, Google, I think, as well. All the good places where you can get podcasts, so much more stuff on SJP World Media. Um, I'm stalling, sorry, because I can't find my bloody... There it is. <laughs> I'm still getting used to this. There we go, uh, for the credits. Um, but yeah, this is episode 55. We were live. We're going to be live again next week, uh, 7.30 UK time, I think, 2.30 Eastern, right. is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and thank you for putting that on the tweet earlier, by the way. I appreciate that. It helps me out, right? there There's so much going no on worries. today. No uh, worries. But yeah, this is in the corner. This is the first live show. Hopefully it wasn't that bad. But if it was, we're still going to be back next week regardless. So see you there, guys.
0: <laughs> see you later, guys.